Welcome to America's Independent Voice Podcast. Everyone has a story and life experiences that when shared can be a benefit to others. Join us for conversations about the things that affect our families, communities, and nation. Hey folks, my name is JC Owens. I am your host, so let's get started with today's conversation. Hey folks, back again for another podcast. Thank you for uh, joining us. We're going to talk about American schools and what's going on in the school system. And I have a guest here. His name is Robert. And for those of you who are familiar with my podcast, you're familiar with Robert. Hey, Robert, say hello to the guest. Hey, guests. All right. Well, that's about all we get out of Robert today. What we're going to talk about is the American school system and some of the problems that I encountered. And I don't know if you're experiencing some of the same, but maybe there's something here for you. Last year during COVID, everybody was under lockdown and they sent our kids home from school. And my son had to take up doing his schoolwork on a computer. And what I realized when he was doing his online work is that it was very inadequate. Not him, but the work that he was doing. Ishmael has 12 donuts and he goes to school and he shares three of those donuts with Sarah. How many donuts are left? And then we encountered the answers and none of it made sense to me. So I contacted the teacher and she said, that's because in Common Core there can be multiple answers. And I said, if you have an equation and you have 12 of something, and you give three of something away, that equals nine. And she said, not necessarily, because in the new Common Core system, there's some variances there that could be considered. And I said, what variances? And she couldn't explain that. So I contacted the principal, and I started talking to him. And he's a really neat guy, tries to run a really good school system. I was very pleased for a handful of years why my son attended that school. But I come to very quickly realize that the Common Core system makes literally no sense. And the more teachers I talked to, the more I found out that to many of them, it did not make sense. But it was a state mandate that was issued on the schools and they didn't have any choice whether they started teaching it. So I started researching it online and I found out that a lot of school systems have eliminated it from their teaching if they're not being forced to by the state. And then you look at a lot of comments from parents, and then you do a little more research, and you find out that the Common Core system was implemented as a way to bring up folks that basically don't speak English and acclimate them into our school system. But what's really happening is our students are suffering. And I couldn't take it. So basically, we removed our son from school and we enrolled him in a small private school. And thankfully we have the resources to do that. But our children's education is extremely important and it's something that we have to pay attention to. And there's a reason why when myself and many of you out there, we went to a school system that was number one in the world about 50 years ago. And now, I don't know where we fall on the scale, Robert, you might be able to look that up, but I know we've fallen way down on the scale of education and it is absolutely scary to think that there's third world countries out there that have a higher education level than our children are receiving in our schools because we're constantly adjusting to make room for others. And I don't find that to be an education system that I want my son to be part of. So we enrolled him in a small private school and it is a religious-based school, but I don't mind that at all. I think that they're fairly balanced and I have to pay for it. Enrolling him in that school 
what we found that we had to do is we had to actually hire tutors for him just to get him up to speed to where the rest of the students in that private school are. And that's tragic. And your child might be facing the same issues. And it's something to pay attention to. And I looked into talking to the school about possibly switching back from Common Core because there's a lot of parents that are very upset about it. Uh, a lot of comments that I read online in our local community page. But there's nothing folks can do about it because it's a state mandate. And when the state mandates to the schools that are collecting money from that state, they have full control over them. I know in the last administration, Trump decided that it was a good idea to have vouchers. I don't know where that's at. I think that under the current administration, that's being eliminated. But there is nothing more important than our children's education and making sure that they have a fair shot at life so that not only are they prepared to go out in the workplace, but they're prepared if they choose to go to universities, although sometimes that's a scary proposition because of the indoctrination that is happening. But we're going to talk a little bit about this. And I'll tell you a funny story with my son. So, Robert, did you find those numbers? I am still looking. The most recent report I found was 2013. And so I'll get back to you in just a moment. I'm sure that they really don't want those numbers publicized because most folks would be very upset about it considering the tax dollars that we pay supposedly for our education system. I know a few years ago, the public school system dropped in our state down to, in many areas, a four-day school week. Well, it's great for the kids, but it's not great for their education. Yeah, they get an extra play day, but how much do they lose when it comes to their future? That's a scary thought. I can tell you my son does take his education very seriously. And he plays sports. And so when he plays sports, he has to maintain a grade average. And that's why we hired him tutors. But I went into school one day and I have lunch with my son every Thursday. And I do that because I want him to know that I find it important that he's in school. And I have a little flexibility in my schedule. So I always make sure that I have a day that I can go spend having lunch with him. And on one particular day, I went into school. And we're sitting there having lunch. And then afterwards, I go over and, you know, say hi to his teacher. And in talking to her, I found out that the day before, him and another student were messing around in class and got in a bickering match and to the point where the teacher actually had to send them to the office. So they had to spend an hour in the office completing their schoolwork. And while they were completing the class that they had missed because they were bickering, he missed a science class. And I have no room for my son wasting valuable education time. So I called him over and I said, tell me about yesterday. And you could see he knew it was coming. And he said, I got in trouble, Dad. And I said, for what? And he says, well, me and so-and-so, we're going back and forth and we got in a little argument. And I said, and this was all during the time the teacher's trying to teach you and other students. And he said, yep, I'm sorry. And I said, you're really going to be sorry. I said, because when you get home, you're going to break out your wallet and you're going to give me 50 bucks. And he said, what? And I said, you're going to give me 50 bucks. And I said, this isn't public school. This isn't tax dollars. I have to pay a monthly fee for you to go to school. And if you're going to waste time here, you're wasting my money and I'm going to start collecting it from you. So all of that allowance that you've been saving up, I'm taking $50 out of it. And he immediately looks at me and says, well, how do I get it back? And I said, if, 
in the next 30, 60, 90 days, whatever I decide, I come in here and I have a talk with your teacher and find out that you've turned it around and that there's no further problems like you had yesterday, you'll get your 50 bucks back. I said, otherwise, if it goes in the opposite direction, I'm going to start charging you $50 on a regular basis. You'll be so far in debt by the time you turn 18, you won't even be able to afford to get a job. And so we had a pretty good understanding and it, it, it fixed the situation. Did you get those numbers, Robert? I did. I found a report from 2018 and out of 79 countries, the U S placed 11th in science and 30th in math. That's horrific. And I'm sure some of those countries, if you're talking 30th, we're not talking countries like France and Italy and Germany. There's probably some countries in there that a lot of people really haven't heard a lot about or paid a lot of attention to. But overall, I think it's an absolute tragedy. And it's something that we're going to have to start paying attention to. And it's something that parents are going to have to get proactive about because if you don't say something, nothing will get accomplished. If you don't go to your local school board meetings, I think it's a tragedy that I find that more people know more information, statistics, and stay up to speed on their favorite television show, soap opera, sports team, than information that they know about their teacher, their child's school, or the education that they're getting. I think folks have just gotten in the habit of just pulling up, dropping their kids off, or sending them out the front door, however you send your child to school. But I see so many parents that do not take part in anything having to do with their children's education, except for making sure their kids show up at the front door. And then they want to complain when they find out that the children are being taught something that they don't approve of. Well, folks, we live in a very scary time right now. There's a lot of leftist influence in our education system. The teachers union is an absolute cesspool. Many of your teachers for years really cared about the students. And I'm sure there's still a percentage that do today, but how many teachers are real lackadaisical and really don't care whether they're teaching your child? Because if a teacher actually cared what they were teaching, maybe they would have contacted the parents. How many times do you ever have your teacher contact parents and say, I'm not in agreement with what is being taught here, but I can't do anything about it because of the teacher's union, maybe you all can. And I know that would be a bold step because they'd be risking their job. But I can tell you that I think there are some good teachers. I think there's some terrible teachers out there. But I will tell you this, none of that matters if you're not going to be a proactive parent participating in your child's education. I don't know about you, Robert, but you know my background. At a young age, I was being raised by my alcoholic mother. There was no stop gaps, no controls, no nothing. I don't even know if my mother ever looked at a report card. And hence, I had a lot of problems growing up. I think you grew up in a much different household. I could be wrong. There were many nights where I was sat down in a chair with my mother and father looking at me, asking why I was failing in my different classes. Now, I wasn't getting Fs, but I wasn't doing very well. And many nights they would just leave me there crying, just trying to figure out what, what was wrong with me. 
And it wasn't until I hit my sophomore year in high school that I finally realized I can't keep doing this. And I don't know what the trigger was. Maybe it was all those years of my parents just getting on me about being more responsible, but eventually I turned things around and actually ended up doing pretty well in high school and went to college and graduated in college with a very good GPA. And uh, I think a lot of it has to do with my parents constantly disciplining me and just being on top of it. Well, since I didn't have that opportunity, I take my son's education very serious. I have two sons. My older son, he went to private school for the majority of his life. And I know I stayed very proactive in it. Now my younger son, I'm thankful he's in a private school. It's interesting because just to give you an example of his responsibility level, he takes his sports very serious. But along with that comes a responsibility taking his education serious because if he doesn't, he doesn't get to play sports. He got picked up by a new lacrosse team, which is one of the best in the state. And he was really anxious and happy to play for this team. We went to the first practice and on the way home from practice that evening, I said, you know, buddy, I said, you have got to make sure that you keep your grades up. And I said, you have a tutor twice a week and we pay for that, but you lose time over that. So if you start focusing harder in class, then there'll come a point where you don't have to have those tutors. You'll get up to speed and you'll gain several hours a week that you can actually do what you want because having those tutors takes time away from you. It takes money out of our pocket, but we're going to keep those tutors until you feel like you can accomplish everything you need to accomplish on your own. And like I said, a lot of that's not his fault. It's just the failings of the public school system and a difference in the education that he's getting now and the demand for him to do well. He went from being in a class of 32, 33 students. Now he has eight students in this class. So there's a lot more focus there. But it was interesting because a few weeks ago, we had that talk on the way home from practice. And the next day when I was dropping him off at school, we always talk a little bit before he goes into school and he's sitting there and I drink my coffee and he usually has some type of tea. On that particular morning after his practice night, he said, Dad, he said, I got to get in early today. And I said, oh, okay. And I said, what's up? And he said, oh, nothing. He, I just want to talk to the teacher. And I didn't think anything of it, uh, nothing bad to talk to the teacher. About two weeks later, when we went in for his teacher conference to get his pre-report card report, his teacher said, she said, you know, she said, I don't know what's changed in Steele recently. She said, but about two weeks ago, he came in first thing in the morning and asked if he could speak to me. And I said, yeah. I said, what do you want to talk about? And she said, well, he came in and said that if I catch him not paying attention or talking in class in any manner, he would like me to take five minutes and deduct it for recess. And so that he has more time to do his work. And she started snickering and I was laughing. And I know his mother was sitting there and we're laughing with a sense of pride because it means that our child is taking his education serious like we are. So maybe some of what we're doing is rubbing off. I certainly hope so. I know that raising kids is challenging. I don't care who you are. But the more you pay attention to your children, the more they're going to pay attention to the things that you're talking to them about. And parents, you've got to be hands-on. You really do because there's so many negative influences out there. You've got to be careful what your kids are watching on their cell phones and the goofy YouTube videos and all of that stuff. But there's so much quality stuff out there that you can find that they can be focused on as well. So 
encourage your kids to do well in school, but not only encourage them, but you got to support them. And that's just a very important aspect of things. As Robert said, maybe it was all the focus that his parents put on things that finally kicked in. And we hear those stories a lot, and hopefully we're going to hear them a lot more. But the primary thing is you got to take time to find out what your student is being taught. Because I can tell you that when you take a child out of the public school system that is being taught Common Core and you enroll them into a school environment where they're being given a good education and a real education, you're going to find that there's a huge difference in what they're being taught, how they're being taught, and the things that they're going to carry into their future that they're learning. Hey, that's about all I have to talk about. I don't know, Robert, do you have anything to add to that? No, I don't, but thank you. All right. Kids education is important, folks. I have a whole bunch of stuff to do this afternoon. I'm going to go hang out with my horses. They've been lacking a little bit of attention because of the weather that we've been having. So game on with my horses. I hope you all have a fantastic afternoon. And be sure to, if you get a chance, give us a rating on what you thought about our podcast, whether it was of value to you or not. You can find us at AIVlive.com and just leave a positive comment. I guess if you didn't like our podcast, you can leave a negative comment. If that happens, I'm going to assume it's all the teachers that think I was talking bad about them, but I really wasn't. I know there's some very good quality educators out there, but with anything, you got good and bad. So if you're one of the good teachers, thank you very much for what you're putting out into society. Hey, this is JC Owens, and I am out of here. Thank you for joining us on America's Independent Voice. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please take a moment to rate our show. You can find us at www.aivlive.com. Until next time, y'all have a great and safe day.